0: Women Taking the Lead, episode 23.
1: You see, when you have clarity, when you're clear on what's most important in your current season, then guess what comes next? Confidence. And that's something that we all need an extra dose of, right?
0: Hello, my name is Jody Flynn and welcome to Women Taking the Lead, where we are all about creating blasts of inspiration to help you overcome self-doubt so you can lead with confidence, integrity, and a sense of humor. This episode is sponsored by Luma Coaching. Want some support to get your dreams off the ground? Go to womentakingthelead.com forward slash coaching to sign up for a consultation with me. Now, your future awaits, so let's get started. Welcome to Women Taking the Lead podcast. And I'm your host, Jody Flynn. I'm excited to be bringing you the male perspective today. This podcast isn't just about women helping women. It's my philosophy that it's going to take both genders working together to promote women, to cause change and bring about more equality and appreciation of women as leaders. We can gain a lot of insights from men. So from time to time, I'm going to be interviewing men who work with women around their leadership development. And as our guest today, we have Joel Bagues, who is half of the broadcast team behind the creation, development, and explosive growth of the Relaunch Show, who just had their one-year anniversary in the beginning of May. And when the Relaunch Show launched, within 12 days of the podcast's initial blast-off, it soared up the iTunes chart to nail number one in business, number one in education, and number one in health. Joel is also a best-selling author, a seasoned media pro and an expert in helping authors, podcasters and content creators become known in their niche. He's originally from San Antonio, Texas, and he earned his undergraduate degree from Texas Tech and his MBA and Masters in co- Counseling, sorry, from Amberton University. His latest book, Finding Your Voice, hit the number 1 spot on Amazon in three categories: success, self-esteem and happiness on the same day in the same hour. Joel, thank you so much for coming on Women Taking the Lead today. Tell us a little bit more about you so everyone has a good sense of who they're listening to right now.
1: Jody, thank you so much for inviting me on this show. This is such an honor uh, for me. So thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. You know, I I love what you're doing, by the way. Uh, Just side note, if you don't mind, is that okay?
0: no, go so, for it. Yeah, I, I love
1: what you're doing uh, w- with this show and, and with with your coaching and how you're, you know, being the the sounding board and the person that, that is just guiding uh, women to elevated roles of leadership in, in their own life, in their family, and then also in the world of business. Uh, your show is a tremendous resource, so great oh. job. And by the way... Um, you had a guest that I recognized um, <laughs> yeah. yesterday. So, uh, hey, uh, good for you. That was a good call on your part.
0: Yes. Yeah, so, you're referring to Dr. Pei, uh, yeah. who is
1: my co host and 13 year uh, marital partner. It's my wife.
0: Oh, congratulations.
1: The relaunch show, gosh, we are having a blast with it. Thank you for mentioning it as, as well. And, it, it started because we wanted to provide, you know, uh, an online, on-demand resource for people to, to just listen to for inspiring stories, for fresh ideas and, and practical steps. And we, you know, like you and like this wonderful show, interview some of the most creative and some of the most innovative people that... That, that you can imagine, you know, learning from their, their successes, which that's always good, right? But you know, where we really learn is we really learn from their challenges, struggles and, and failures. And those are some of the things that we, we talk about on the show. You've, you've been a, a guest before with us and you were so open and transparent. And, and I personally really appreciate that, Jody, because as you know, you're, you're a pro, you're a podcaster. That's when people really connect when, when guests are open, honest, and just kind of just, um, let everything, um, just everything go, so to speak.
0: Mm, Yeah. I love that. And, you know, and I, the admiration goes both ways, Joel. Um, like I was telling you, I've been You know, a fan of your show. I've watched you interact with um, the people in your community, which is largely made up of women. And you're so giving, so generous and so supportive that I knew I needed to have you on this show. But I'm going to my, one of my first questions is I'm going to turn the tables a little bit. Um, so to start off with, I'm interested in hearing a story from you about a woman who has impacted you as a leader. Could you share that a story with us about that?
1: Sure, absolutely. Two women come come to mind immediately. Uh, Patsy Claremont, she comes to mind. She is one of the original women of faith speakers, and she was amazing when when we spoke, and then I uh, had her on on, on a show uh, a few years ago, and then we were able to meet in person, and it it was so empowering to hear her talk about how she was able to, to battle back from you know being c- curled up underneath her, her covers, afraid to get out of bed, afraid to leave the house, afraid, afraid, afraid of, of doing anything. And, you know, she, she heard uh, a voice of God. She didn't audibly hear it, but she heard it in, in her mind and in her heart that, you know what, it's time to get up and make your bed. And, uh, literally that's exactly what she did. She got up and she, she made her bed and then she went outside that bedroom door later outside of her house. And then she started to prepare her figurative bed, so to speak, and would also, you know, arrange the the sheets and the covers and the pillows in a way that would add value to her, her husband, her kids, her grandkids. and, and the world at large, which is exactly what she's doing right now with, with her books, with her art classes, and just so many wonderful things that she does, um, Patsy Claremont, that would be the first woman that, mm-hmm. that comes to mind. And who's the second? The second is Mel Robbins. Now, Mel Robbins, um, she used to be a contributor and a writer for Success Magazine, very, very heavy hitter. She is the exact opposite of the picture that you painted in your mind when I was describing uh, Patsy Claremont. Now, she, yeah. she is a, uh, an attorney by um, training, by academic standards, but she is a cut-to-the-chase, uh, no BS uh, lady when it comes to getting to the heart of the matter, getting to the truth, and then weaving through the challenges, obstacles, and, and hurdles that might be standing in the way between you, where you are today, and, and where you want to go. And uh, I'll, I'll recommend her book real quick. Is that okay with you? Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Stop Saying You're Fine.
0: Oh, I think I've heard of that book. It's a, phenom- <laughs> yeah. it,
1: it's a phenomenal book. I, I highly recommend um, reading it or rereading it because I've, I've been through it, gosh, probably three or, three or four times. It's, uh, it's probably been one of the most powerful books that I've read.
0: Mm. I can definitely see the influence um that Patsy has on you, or at least why you resonate so well with her, because I see which, you know, her in the work that you do as well is very similar of taking care of people, providing support and guidance. Um what have you taken away from Mel in your leadership? Sure.
1: That's a great question. I think from from Mel, it's been that you need to really focus on what it is that that you want and and put together a plan so that that you can get there. And there will be challenges. There will be obstacles. She can practically guarantee it. However, (sighs) if you get past the cocktail conversation of, oh, I'm doing fine. Oh, the family's fine. Oh, the job is fine. If you can get past... That cocktail level of conversation, and really focus on okay, what what is it that I want? What's going to enhance my experience with my husband, my significant other, uh, with my career, and the relationships that I have with with my family? If you can really get clear on what's going to add value to that, then you can you can move forward confidently, assuring that, yeah, there'll be bumps, but if it's something that you are totally focused on, you can get there.
0: You know, that's a great segue into our next question, because given that you've had so many interactions with women, you're coaching them. I see some of the questions that people post in your community and you're so great with the answers. So you've probably, you know, seen a lot of trends, um, is, what you were talking about right there, lack of focus, is that something that you see holding mm-hmm. um, women back or just people in general? Or is there something specific um, to the women in your community that you see holding them back? Shoot. Women, yeah. it,
1: me <laughs> <Yeah>. too. <laughs> right. I don't think it's, it, that is a gender specific challenge for people to have uh, is uh, lack of, lack of focus. And, and sure, you know, we, it's part of the human condition, Right. I mean, uh it it's easy to get distracted and to want to chase or go after the neatest latest and and greatest thing and and I I challenge that I'm challenged by that rather in, in you know in my daily life and my personal life and in my professional life and I saw a, a hilarious cartoon um sketched on uh, in the newspaper the other day I saw it on the internet but I think it was in you know one of the newspapers maybe but it was it was uh, a group of dogs like six or seven dogs in a conference room and the lead dog had his little pointer and he was pointing to something on on the whiteboard and he said so what we really need to do is we really need to decide on what's most important and then we need to channel all of our energy and we have to just and he was about to say focus like yeah like with the F and the O and the C. And then right outside the window <laughs> yeah. was a squirrel yeah. running by and he went
0: squirrel. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no, you're right. It's very much a human condition. And what I found too, and actually, you know, just to go a little deeper on this one, because what popped into my head when you were talking is um, okay. that sometimes when we lack clarity, Right. Or we're in li- a little intimidated by something that we want to go after or it feels too big. What happens, what I see happens to a lot of people is they get real busy on things that are not as impactful than that thing that they want. Do you find that as well? Do you see that a lot or are you coaching and counseling people around, you know, how to get focused?
1: Well, sure. Uh, well, it, it kind of all works together. Um, we, we all want to feel like we're making a contribution and we're doing work that matters. And uh, a lot of times, I think as as an internal self-defense system, it's not intentional. People, for the most part, and you know this, Jody, with your clients, people have good intentions and, and they, they mean well and they want to add value to themselves and to the people that are closest to them. But I think internally we we've learned that you know we always have to be busy we always have to be doing something yeah and uh, i think that was ingrained in us from a very very early age by again well meaning people but um it, it is just stuck with us and, and until we get in there with a lever and, and and pry that belief that we always have to be busy no matter what until we are able to uh, free ourselves from that belief it's it's going to continue to to rear its head in the way we manage our ourselves our family and our business can I give you a quick um, story yeah go for it yeah I was leading a call um, one time and there was probably eight nine ten uh, people on this call and I, and I think they were they were all uh, ladies too not I don't quite remember but probably so and i I told the story about How, as as a little boy, I grew up on a farm in Central Texas. And while I was too young to do any of the farming uh, chores and duties, other than, you know, sit on the tailgate and watch my dad and my grandpa, grandpa and all those people, one of the things that I learned about farming is that a farmer, a good farmer, and my granddad, he was a good farmer, was a master at understanding what season he was in and then also submitting to that season. And for a good farmer, like my granddad to, to get the bumper crop that's available, he knew that he had to submit to that season. And when I told that story and the challenge was obvious in that call, you know, what season are, are you in? Yeah, and when I opened up the call for live Q&A, um, the first person that started talking, it was a lady in her 50s, and her first name is Cindy. And and uh, between the sobs and the tears, Cindy said, you know, Joel, I've never heard it put that way, and you know what? I just realized that I have been trying to live in a different season than the season that God has me in. You see, God had this figured out already. He gave us a season for planting, a season for nourishing, a season for harvesting, and also a season for resting. And Cindy, doing the best she could with what she understood, wasn't surrendering to her season, which was a season of rest and recovery. She was recovering from cancer. She was doing what teachers and pastors and leaders and parents told her all along, be a good soldier, move forward anyhow and ignore or just step aside from these, these other things that are kind of showing up in your season. And and I tell that story, not because they were trying to do an injustice to Cindy. Of course they weren't. They, They loved her, but to really get, Get the most, and to be clear and to stay focused, you have to s- submit to your season. The season that God currently has you in it may not be the season that you're in tomorrow, and it's probably different than the season that you were in yesterday, but you know, know where you are right now and then lean into it, lean into it as quickly as you can.
0: I love that story, Joel. And while you were telling it, that was the thought that I had. Um, and I don't think this is um, just women who experience this because I'm sure there are men out there. But in the conversations that I've had, not in ter- in terms of the season, but generally um, just in what was the right thing for them to do at that time sure. to help move them forward. I find that women struggle most with accepting rest And recovery and recuperation, Mm -hmm. like that they resist when it's time for them to reflect and rest, Mm -hmm. because they always feel like they need to be in action. I imagine men feel this way too, right? Because they're supposed to be the providers and forging ahead and doing the next thing. It's so tough for people to give themselves a break. But without that reflection and that rest and that recovery time, we will go into the next phase weakened.
1: Well, what we'll do is we'll enter the next phase completely unprepared. Right. So if we're talking about focus, uh, you, you said the magic word earlier, you said clarity. You see, when you have clarity, when you're clear on what's most important in your current season, then guess what comes next? Confidence. And that's something that we all need an extra dose of, right?
0: You are absolutely right. When you know exactly what you want to do and how it's going to be done, you just forge ahead. Absolutely. Like, it's only when you're unsure or confused or you or you're saying I don't know that you hesitate.
1: Like like that the uh one of the ladies in our fan club, uh Jody, uh, her first name is Donna, you know, Donna didn't know how to write a book, never written a book before. But once she got clear, she and I had a kind of a one-on-one phone call, a couple of them. And once she got clear that, you know what, Joel, I'm going to write this book. Not only did she start writing almost immediately, but she she's her own illustrator. You've probably seen some of those uh, drawings uh, in in the group. And you know, when you, when you get clear on what's most important to you at that season, and she did, then you have the confidence, the confidence to f- what did you say, forge forge ahead anyways and then with clarity and confidence comes direction because that forging ahead you're you know in which direction that you're going you know you're you're moving forward you're moving the needle in your business in your personal endeavors in in your recovery as cindy learned how to do
0: I love that, and I'm going to jump ahead because you've answered a lot of my questions, <laughs> and I know you're you're on a, a time frame now, and I want to respect your time. So, share with us a success quote or a mantra and why it has meaning for you. Sure,
1: very good. Success quote: uh, There, there's, uh, there are no traffic jams along the extra mile. Ooh, and Roger Staubach uh, said that.
0: I love that. Say, say more about it. I, I, I
1: just, this quote talks about how if you do something different or extra, you're going to thin out the pack real quick. Mm-hmm. You see, there's no competition to be in a category of many, but if you want to be in a category of one, then you, you've got to go that extra mile, do something different, better. Um, some kind of differentiator in there and that'll put you in a category of, of one. And for today's entrepreneur and for your clients and for your listeners, Jody, being in a category of one, being known in your niche as the go-to gal, the go-to guy, there there's no substitute for it. Definitely. And there's also no reason not to be known in your niche as, as a category of one because we, we have all the tools and, a lot of a lot of them are free.
0: Yeah, and I was just thinking it applies to the office environment too. I think back to the um, my corporate career, um, that was key for me was differentiating myself. So even for the it's what it's called now today the intrapreneur. So Mm -hmm. the people who have the entrepreneurial spirit within organizations, they definitely are ones to um, work to differentiate themselves and bring forth new, fresh, different, great ideas. So thank you for that, Joel. And before we let you go, how can we connect with you? Because you're so awesome. People are going (laughs) to want to know where they can find you and how they can experience the work that you do.
1: Sure. Uh, Best place to go, relaunchshow.com. Again, it's relaunchshow.com. All of our uh, podcasts are there, plenty of f- free resources. And uh, our brand new class, and boy, Jody, I'm so excited uh, about that. It is the our, our new class, Podcast Launch Blueprint. And what it is is it's 15 video recordings that takes podcasters step-by-step through the launch and uh, through the launch process that we went through that helped us crush it in with the the relaunch uh, show. And we were, um, we had number one in all three categories in uh, the iTunes new and noteworthy. Mm-hmm. And then after our, our launch and after that honeymoon was over the new and noteworthy period, we actually grew and grew and grew our audience. I take people uh, through that process and give them some Solid solid content we actually grew our audience about uh ten eleven maybe twelve fold since that very first broadcast month. The wow. first broadcast month was I think about seven thousand, and our highest month to date has been ninety three thousand so oh, that's
0: that's amazing that's so that's congratulations it. thanks
1: we're we're thrilled uh about the relaunch show. Thank you so much for having me on, and thank you for helping uh helping me do that because you have helped sharing and and promoting and uh, just just being a a good good friend and a mastermind member.
0: Mm, yes, it's been a joy. Um and I love the work that you're doing. And for those of you who listened to Dr. Pays episode on women taking the lead, she gave the teaser to this this product on the show to the the video series. And now Joel, you're here doing the big reveal. So that's a lot of fun um, for us. And for those listening, you can find all the links and resources shared on this episode at womentakingthelead.com, or you can use the short link, which is womentl.com. And Joel, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom with us today. We're all better for having met you.
1: Have a wonderful day, Jody. God bless. Thank you.
0: Thank you for joining me on Women Taking the Lead. Were you inspired to take some action today, but maybe don't know where to start? Or maybe you have so many great ideas, you can't decide where to focus your attention. Don't let stress or overwhelm stop you from having the career, the business, or the life you want to live. Head over to womentakingthelead.com forward slash coaching or use the short link womentl.com forward slash coaching to sign up for a consultation with me. And to strengthen you on your leadership journey, I'd like to send you off with a quote from Marianne Williamson. So here goes. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world.